listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Let me take you to the Word to show you what I'm talking about. Because I got a word to encourage you. And uh, this is, guys, if you're driving, this is, a, uh, this, <laughs> this is an appetizer for tonight. But let me tell you something. Um, this is a word that the Lord spoke to me this morning. And, and all day, let me, let me start by saying this, because all day yesterday, God kept saying one thing to me. And I'm, I'm praying, I'm saying, Lord, give me a word for your people. Give me a word for your people. And all I, all I kept hearing yesterday was this, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy. I kept praying, Lord, give me a word for your people. And I kept hearing the Lord say it, goodness and mercy, hallelujah. I feel the anointing on me just recounting it to you. Goodness and mercy. I want you to put it in the comments section, those of you that are watching. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Every time you look behind you, you shouldn't see issues, problems, and calamity. You should not see crisis. Goodness and mercy. There's my friend Brandon Wanunu. Good to have you on today. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Thank you, Jesus. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. That's exactly what I'm expecting. That's exactly what's happening. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Rohan, that's it. Love you guys. And that's our story. Goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. And then the Lord took me into his word this morning. And I want you to see this if you have your Bible and you got maybe a a highlighter or a pen I want you to highlight these scriptures because I'm going to read you a good little portion of this Psalm 37. So if you've got your Bible, Psalm 37, jump on with me. I'm going to start reading in verse 12, and I'm going to read all the way to verse 29 because I want you to hear this as a word for you and your 2020. This is a word for you and your 2020 in Jesus' name. Psalm 37 I'm starting with verse 12, and we'll go through verse 29. Listen to this as I read. The Bible says, The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. Hallelujah. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. (laughs) Their sword shall enter their own heart and their bows shall be broken. I feel the Holy Ghost on that. What you see going on around the world right now is a spirit of antichrist. It's wickedness. It's straight up wickedness. And the Bible tells us that the wicked will never prevail against the righteous. The wicked And an antichrist agenda will never prevail against the righteous. Look at this. Their sword shall enter their own heart. 
and their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Happy birthday, Aaron Stearns. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and their heritage will remain forever. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) They are not put to shame in evil times. I tell you, you'll not be put to shame in evil times in Jesus' name. You will not be put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they shall have abundance. (laughs) Hallelujah. You feel that? That's the Holy Ghost. That's a word over you for your final six and a half months of 2020. They're not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they shall have abundance. There's Pastor Bill Motley. I love you. In the days of famine, they shall have abundance. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! I feel the glory of God on that, man. Somebody ought to lift your hands where you're watching from and just give the Lord glory that in the days of famine, you shall have abundance. (laughs) That's the 19th verse of Psalm 37. They're not put to shame in evil times. No. In the days of famine, they shall have abundance. I want you to just write it in the comments. I shall have abundance. I shall have abundance. (laughs) In the days of famine, when everybody's got an evil report. Oh, I could preach on that, man. An evil report. What is an evil report? It's a report that does not align itself with the word of God. That's what an evil report is. It's an evil report if it contradicts the mighty word of God. So put it in the comments. I shall have abundance. That's it. In the time of famine. I mean, say the whole thing if you want to. That's it. I shall have abundance in the time of famine. (laughs) I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost on that. Keep going. The wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. Pop it in. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked. The wicked borrows but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. <laughs> Man, I feel so much glory on this today. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. Glory to God. The steps of a righteous man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I've been young. And now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. Hallelujah. I'll not beg. You'll never find us begging, not the victory tribe. You'll never find us begging. Never. In Jesus' name. Put it in the comments. You'll never find us begging. 
You'll never find us begging. We're not beggars. We're not designed to beg. No, we'll never, we'll never be beggars. We're blessed. We're blessed. You'll never have to see me looking for government assistance. I'll never have to have my hand out looking for government assistance, not even social security. I'll not beg. I'll not beg. I'm not condemning those that have social security. I'm just saying I don't need government assistance. I told him at the beginning, I'm, I said, I'm, I'm opting out of social security. I, it ain't won't even be around when I'm old. Jesus, Terry's. especially with the way these people are running the government. I'll not beg. You'll not beg in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. We'll not beg. His children don't beg for bread. You know why I can say that? Because we're not on this world system. We're not on this world system. We're not on this world's economy. I'm not dependent upon the United States economy for my provision. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kingdom citizen, which means I operate on God's economy and God's provision. I don't have to beg because he's my provider. Think about it. He's my provider. He's your provider. We're not forced to beg. We're his children. My kids would never have to beg me for me to feed them three meals a day. My kids would never have to beg me for me to buy them clothes to clothe them. They never have to beg me to put a roof over their head. My kids don't have to beg me to take care of them. Why? I'm their father and I love them. But I'm not the heavenly father and I'm an imperfect man. But Jesus said, <clears throat> if you earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your heavenly father know how to give good gifts to those that ask him? Matthew chapter 7. And so understand this, we are good parents because we love our children, but hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. God's perfect in his righteousness and in his love, and he is able to bless his children in a far greater measure than any human parent could bless their children. I've never seen God's children begging for bread. Never. Look at this now. Verse 26. He is ever lending generously and his children become a blessing. Verse 27. Turn away from evil and do good. So you shall, so shall you dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. Thank you, Lord. But the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. I just read you what? 17 verses? 17, 18 verses from one Psalm for you to get this revelation in your spirit today that you shall not beg. You shall have abundance in a time of famine. You don't have to depend on the government to turn around for your whole story to turn around because the power of God is moving. We've been confessing this since last year, if you've been a part of what we're doing, that this is a year of violent increase and expedited favor. The favor of God is upon God's people. And it not, it's not because just the fact that it's 2020, it's because the power of God's moving upon his people and we're declaring it by faith and we shall have what we say in Jesus' name. 
we shall have what we say in the mighty name of Jesus. The wicked, I love this, I love this line. Listen to this. The Bible says the wicked plots against the righteous. There are a lot of wicked plots going on right now. I'm back again to 3712. There are a lot of wicked plots going on right now behind the scenes. A lot of things being plotted and planned. A lot of things trying to be lined up by wicked men and women. But the Bible says when the wicked plots against the righteous, the Bible declares that the Lord laughs at the wicked. The Lord laughs at the wicked. If you don't think they want the church to shut up in this time, especially in an election year, when in the last election, if you didn't know this, the church turned out to vote more than any other election in the history of America. If you don't think they want to scatter the church and silence the church, you don't understand what's going on. If you don't think they want to shut the mouth of the church, can I tell you something? There's a pastor that pastors a mega church in um, Alabama, I believe it is. Huge mega church. And they've blacklisted him because he liked, not even retweeted, not even tweeted himself because he pressed the heart on a tweet that was a conservative tweet in a liberalist world. And he just pushed like on a tweet. And I think it was a tweet that our president tweeted. And now even the high schools that he has other campuses through of his mega church, now they're all blacklisting him because of the uproar, because he pressed the heart on a tweet that somebody tweeted, and I believe it was our president. Highlands Church, that's right, Chris, Chris Hodges. Chris Hodges from Highlands Church. You think about this. If you don't think they want the church to shut up, you don't understand the wickedness of the wicked. They don't want the church to have a voice. They don't want the church to speak out about righteousness. You know, in Canada, and I believe they've overturned this now, but a, a few years ago in Canada, you couldn't even preach against homosexuality from your pulpit. You couldn't even get up and read Romans 1 and preach from your pulpit. If you did, you got a warning from the government. And if you continued preaching the word of God, you got a $10,000 fine. And if you continued preaching the word of God, you got jail time. If you don't think the wicked want the church to shut up, you don't understand the wickedness of the wicked. It's wicked. Andrew said it's still, it's still considered a hate crime. Still considered a hate crime. I mean, so you understand, if you don't understand the wickedness of the wicked, they don't want the church to have a voice. They don't want the church to speak up. They don't want that to happen. So watch, what did they do? Well, first, first they tried with, you know, uh, using the pandemic to shut all the churches down. And it wasn't quarantine, by the way, in case you don't know. Quarantine is when you put sick people in a place where they're separated from the public. We weren't sick. That's just called house arrest. So the nation put us on house arrest for all those weeks. We weren't sick. We weren't sick. And, and let me tell you something. You look at the numbers now and people, it's blowing people's minds. They didn't even come close to the projections. They, they had to drop, the, even the CDC, World Health Organization, had to drop their numbers by half. 
They manipulated the data. They called corona deaths things that were other things. Do you know if pe- because they were getting federal funding? Do you know if people were dying of any other cause but were testing for a positive corona? For corona, it doesn't matter what they died of, it was considered a corona death. Why? So they could get more federal funding. It was manipulated. Every part of it was manipulated. And you think it was an accident to shut the church away and to shut the church down. Well, we never shut down, brother. We had church. Let me tell you something. If you were shut down, you were shut down. You were shut down. You were shut down. Don't tell me for a minute that church online is even close to the same as church in the house of God. People are people acting like, you know, it was such an opportunity because we really got to, it's like, what, what did you think? You couldn't do church online while you were doing church live? It's like, it didn't change anything. You didn't get like this new platform because we got shut out of our church buildings. It was the same it's always been. And people aren't even smart enough to read the analytics. Go into Facebook and see how many of your views were three second views, which just means somebody was scrolling past and saw the video as they passed on their feed. It's not people sitting there watching your whole broadcast. Look at that 85% of your views are three second views, which means people saw you in the scroll. People acting like it was a new opportunity for evangelism. They shut us out of our churches and we laid down and let it happen. If you don't think that's what the wicked want, you don't understand the wicked. And now what's going on? Let me show you what's going on now if you don't understand it. They understood they couldn't keep that going forever. So what do they do now? Civil unrest. Civil unrest. The enemy knows how many of our churches in America have so much love. We're not segregated churches. We're not black churches and white churches in Puerto Rican. Majority of churches in America are multiracial, diverse churches. So what does the devil do? Tries to sow division and discord in the house of God. In the house of God. Let me tell you something. The people in the world have always had hate. They're sinners. You can't change the heart of a sinner unless Christ comes in. So it's not about them. They've already had hate in the world. What's the devil trying to do? Bring the division in the churches. Now you got church people fighting among each other. You got church people that are supposed to be unified, believing for the victory, and it's a plot. If you can't see, it's a plot. Open your eyes. The devil wants to shut the church up and shut the church down. Shut up and shut down. Shut up and shut down. And so you understand. And I don't disagree with Nick Greenwald. He said the great falling away has begun. I prophesied in November of last year that in 2020 that the, that the nation would shake and that you would see things that we thought the Holy Ghost was in that he was never in, it was man-made, it would be torn down in 2020, and the things that God was truly in would be lifted up head and shoulders above the rest in the year of 2020. It's already begun. It's already happened. We can clearly see the difference between the people. I mean, let me tell you, blows my mind when you've got men of God who, even when their states have, have encouraged them to open back up, and the government's open back up, have said, we're not going to open the church back up. I don't feel to do it. God never told you to close it. Why are you still closed? When now it's free that you can open your church up. This, what we're doing right here in, in, in New York, this right here is the first extended meeting. This is the first revival in the state of New York. Right here. Verse one. 
And now I know that other ones are going. But let me tell you something. God's moving. God is moving. We started Saturday and started every night, every single night. People are hungry. People aren't staying home. People are hungry. They're filling the registrations before we have time to get the registration rolling. You understand? The devil wants to destroy the church, but I came to encourage you today with a word from the Lord that your 2020 is not canceled. Your 2020 has not been shut down. In the final six months of this year, you will see the greatest move of the Holy Ghost in your own personal home, family, finance, in your body. It'll be the best six months you've ever had if you're staying faithful to the Lord. Let me tell you something. We have the ability to stand head and shoulders above every crisis, above every famine, above every issue, because the mighty power of God is working on our behalf, and the righteous will never be forsaken. His seed will never beg for bread. We're not beggars. We're not beggars, and we don't have to beg. Hear what I'm telling you today. Go to Isaiah chapter 3. Isaiah chapter 3. Go there with me and see this. <clears throat> Isaiah 3 and verses 10 and 11. I want you to listen what, what the word of God says. Tell the righteous that it shall be well with them. For they shall eat the fruit of their deeds. Hallelujah. I will taste and see that the Lord is good. I will taste and see that the Lord is good. Verse 11, woe to the wicked, for it shall be ill with him. For what his hands have dealt out shall be done to him. Think about this. For what his hands have dealt out. That's a heavy word. It shall be done to him. Let me read that again, just to get it into your spirit. Verses 10 and 11 of Isaiah 3. Tell the righteous, it shall be well with them. That's what I'm doing on this broadcast today. I logged on just to tell you, it's going to be well with you. And you will eat the fruit of your deeds. You will taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. You will taste and see that the Lord is good. You'll eat the fruit of your deeds. It will be well with the righteous in Jesus' name. It will be well with the righteous in Jesus' name. It will be well with the righteous in Jesus' name. But woe to the wicked. It shall be ill with him. For what his hands have dealt out shall be done to him. So I want you to understand every plot and every plan that the wicked had for this nation and for the righteous it will turn around and boomerang on them in Jesus' name. And the thing that they created to destroy God's people and God's plan will backfire and destroy their plans. And, to, and it'll destroy their plots. And, every, and I prophesied this last year. You go back and watch the video. Everything the wicked sent to destroy will actually cause them to be destroyed. And the wicked will come to nothing. I had the word of the Lord in September. And the word of the Lord said, the wicked shall come to nothing in Jesus' name. And I promise you, you hear what I'm saying now. Tell the righteous, it'll be well with them. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I want you to put it in the comments section today. 
it shall be well with me. It shall be well with me. It shall be well with me. Lenan put Mark 4.22 in the comments. For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. And every wicked thing that, the, that every wicked person has hoped and bribed and to keep behind the scenes, it's coming out in Jesus' name. I said it's coming out in Jesus' name. It's coming out in Jesus' name. And it'll be well with me. It'll be well with you in Jesus' mighty name. It'll be well with me. It'll be well with you. Because we will flourish in a time of famine. We'll have abundance in a time of famine. I don't care what, it, what, the, what they say on the mainstream media. It doesn't matter what they say in the report of this world. It shall be well with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. It shall be well with us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost today. Something is changing for every one of us in these last six months. We're going to see such an increase hit our churches, hit our lives, hit our families. I'm telling you, get ready for the best days you've ever seen. That's it. It shall be well. It shall be well. It shall be well. It shall be well. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. Can you feel the anointing today? It shall be well with me. It shall be well with me. It shall be well with me because the word of the Lord said so. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or lack. We'll not lack in Jesus' name. For every person that the Lord is your shepherd, you'll not lack for any good thing in 2020. He'll make you lie down in green pastures. He'll lead you beside still waters. He'll lead you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you're with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's a powerful verse. I mean, it doesn't mean you're not going to have enemies. You'll have enemies. You'll have the wicked. You'll have people around you plotting and planning and trying to do evil things. But God said, rather than be destroyed by them, rather than be killed by them, rather than be taken out, I'm just going to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies and your cup's going to run over. Hallelujah. My cup is about to run over in the presence of my enemies. My enemies will have to sit and watch me be blessed. Sit and watch me drink. Sit and watch me eat. Sit and watch me enjoy and gnash their teeth and get angry that they can't stop it and be frustrated that they can't thwart it because it's not their uh, place to do so. God is the one who has provided my blessing and Jesus is the author and the finisher of my faith. He started me so they can't stop me. I've been saying it since last year. The devil didn't start me, so he can't stop me. Jesus is the author. He is the finisher. The only one who can stop you is the one who started you. He's your author. He is your finisher. Glory to God. A table in the presence of your enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Oh, hallelujah. Lift your hands. You anoint my head with oil. There's a new anointing coming on every one of us. There's a new anointing coming upon every believer. 
You anoint my head with oil. My, my head is anointed with a, a fresh oil. A new anointing is coming upon God's people. In Jesus' name, I speak it, declare it. We're stepping up into a new level, into a new dimension of God's glory and God's power, and I shall be anointed with fresh oil. A new anointing comes upon us. In Jesus' name, he anoints my head with oil. <laughs> he anoints my head with oil. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, this is what he told me yesterday, over and over and over again. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, glory to God. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me tell you why we don't get involved in an evil report. When they came back, notice this. When they came back from the promised land, went into Canaan. And the Bible says, two came back with a faith-filled report, but the others came back with an evil report. Why is it an evil report? Because it contradicts the mighty word of God. I refuse to identify with anything that contradicts the word of God. I refuse to, to identify with any word that contradicts the word of God. Notice, he wasn't going to give them their promise. He'd already given them their promise. You see that? He wasn't going to give them their promise. He'd already given them their promise. And it was just for them to reach out and take their promise by faith. But they came back with an evil report. Why was it evil? Because it contradicted what God already said. I refuse to identify with anything that contradicts the word of God. That's evil. If you want to come back with faith, if you want to come back with obedience, then align yourself with what the word of the Lord said. And if God's word says it, then we believe it. We stand on it and we don't deviate from that path. We don't go to the right and we don't go to the left. We stay right on what the word of God said. And if he said it, he will do it. And if he spoke it, he's going to bring it to pass because his words never come back empty and they never come back void. They always accomplish what he sends them to do and prosper in the thing whereunto he has sent them. So catch this, it's going to be the greatest final part of a year that we've ever had in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It will never be better. It'll never have been better for you. Why? Because never-ending increase is the story of God's children. Never-ending increase is the story of God's children. Never-ending increase. It's going to get better, 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 better in Jesus' name. It's going to get better, 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 better in Jesus' name. That's going to be your story. Say unto the righteous, it'll be well with them. It'll be well with them. I came here today to tell you it's going to be well with you. It's going to be well with your children. It's going to be well with your family. It's going to be well with your business. It's going to be well with your finances. It's going to be well with your husband and wife. It's going to be well in your mind. It's going to be well in your body. The power of God's touching you from every side. 
and you will see the goodness of God manifested in your family and life in the final months of this year. Get ready for violent increase. Get ready for expedited favor. Our testimonies will be in our hand in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and no weapon formed against us can be allowed to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. So let me encourage you today, lift your hands wherever you're watching this broadcast from. And unless you're driving a vehicle, lift your hands and close your eyes. And let me declare over you today, in the wonderful name that's above every other name, I declare to you that the righteous will be blessed. The best days are ahead. Get ready to see God's power move in such a quick way. God's going to do such a quick work that in six months, he will do more for you than, you ha than has been done for you in previous 12-month periods by the power of God. What God used to do in 12 months for you, he will do in six months for you in the mighty name of Jesus. He is giving us expedited favor in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Makes me think of the story where, where Obed-Edom kept the Ark of the Covenant in his house for three months, but in just three short months, 90 days, God blessed him so quickly, blessed his whole household, everything he owned, everything he had, and I tell you the same will be true for you, that in just a few short months, the power of God will so increase you, and he'll do it in such a way that people will have to give him the glory for it. It won't look like a coincidence. It won't look like somebody helped you in the normal uh, realm. It won't look like anything that can be swept under the rug. It'll be God. And people will know it's God and see it's God and have to give God the praise and glory for what's about to happen. And so I'm telling you, get ready. Get ready for the goodness of God to be manifested in your life and in your family in the final months of this year. In Jesus' name. I pray now, Lord, let a gift of faith jump into every believer that's on this broadcast. Let the gift of faith touch every one of us. Lord, we're going to new levels. And I declare it, before June 30th comes to an end, we will hold our testimonies in our hand in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll not be ashamed. We looked unto you and our faces were enlightened and we were never ashamed. Hallelujah. And we declare it in Jesus' name that we see the best days ahead. We'll never stop increasing. We'll never stop being blessed. We'll never stop producing fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. We are blessed. We are blessed by the mighty power of God. And we thank you, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. If you believe it, throw some fire in the comment section and let the Lord know you mean business today. We receive what he's doing. By the word of God, by the spirit of God, we receive what he's doing. Put it in the comments. Some fire, some shouts. That's it. Amen. Amen. We declare it. We decree it. We believe it in Jesus' mighty name. The name that's above all names. Every knee has to bow. Every tongue has to confess. Jesus Christ is Lord. We declare it today. Hallelujah. It's going to be the best we've ever seen. Jessica Sell, I love you. Look at, the, look at all the fire. I love you. Renee, Deb, Jamie, look at that. People are believing. I'm telling you, people are hungry. Get ready. Get ready for the best days. Let me encourage you. We're going into the weekend. 
This is going to be a powerful, powerful weekend. I'm just telling you, get yourself prepared. Get yourself prepared. But I want to encourage you to sow a seed. Sow a seed into this ministry. Partner with what we're doing. Because we're taking this message of the gospel to this nation, to other nations. Carol and I are standing on your behalf, praying and believing for you. We pray for many of you by name. We have connection with you. We text you. You text us. We hear your prayer requests. We're praying for you, believing God for increase. But let me encourage you to step out in faith and stand in partnership with this ministry. Many of you are already doing so, and we say thank you. We love you. But for those of you that have not yet taken that step of faith, let me encourage you. What is it that the Lord is telling you to do today that you could do on a monthly basis that would stir your faith and put you in a position to believe for great things and put you in a position to believe that this generation will be changed by the power of God. What is it the Lord's telling you to do? Ask the Lord and say, God, show me what I can step out and do by faith. For some, it's $50 a month. For some, it's $85 a month. Some are doing it at $100, $200, $500, $700. Do what you can do. Because see, this time's running out. Time is short. People need the word of the Almighty God. And I'm not, I refuse. Let me just tell you something. I refuse to water down the truth of God's word to make the spirit of this world comfortable or happy. I refuse to water down the gospel. I refuse to say it in such a way that nobody's offended. If people are offended, it's good. It should make people uncomfortable. It should make people want to make a change or get angry. That's exactly what the word of God does. It draws a line in the sand and says, choose you this day who you will serve. But I refuse to water down God's word for fear of offending somebody with an antichrist spirit. Jesus is calling to people. The Holy Ghost is calling to people. And those of you that are standing with us, you understand the importance of this. You understand the importance of preaching the word like this and stepping out to lay hands and bring deliverance and healing. And that we are a family together. We're a family together. And when you sow a seed and stand with us in partnership, understand you go with us as we go. You're standing with us as we go. I understand that not everybody can travel and hold crusades and it's not for everybody to do, but we join together as the family of God. And when you sow, you go, you're attaching your time and your life to the gospel when you partner. And so let me encourage you to do that. Not just the, not just the uh, things we're doing, like feeding the hungry around the world and all those things, not just that, but it's the gospel that changes men. It's the power of God that changes the hearts of men and women. And so I want to encourage you, take time today. You can go to miracleword.com. Of course, the information's on the screen. Miracleword.com and sow your seed or partner with us. When you click the give tab or the partner tab, you can sow a seed and set up a, a monthly seed that you'll sow. Let me say this, for every person that's standing with us in the month of June, that's partnering at $85 or more, we're going to send this as our gift to you, this powerful book by Dr. Bill Winston, The Law of Confession. Powerful book. We, we own this. this. This is on the power of your words, understanding that death and life are in the power of the tongue. This breaks it down. This is a powerful man of God 
one of the greatest faith teachers, I believe, on the earth today. And this book will change your life and change your whole perspective by the power of God. And uh, you, need to, you need to read it. It'll bless you. That's our gift to every person that's sowing. $85 or more this month as our partner. Do what you can do. Do what the Lord is leading you to do. But let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, speak to the heart of every man and woman that's watching or listening on the podcast. Give them an instruction about what they should do to stand with the gospel this month and every month as we press forward to do what you've called us to do. Join us together. Give us strength, Lord, as the army of God to do the work of the ministry before time runs out. Use us mightily in these final moments of time. We thank you and give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now just do what the Lord tells you to do. If you're in the United States, you can use Cash App, you can use Venmo, you can use PayPal, hashtag donate. I'm not even sure about anymore, um, but I'm sure it's still available. I just don't trust them like I used to. <laughs> I'm just saying I've seen people type it. I don't know if it's because they're already a part of it, but I've not seen the link coming up. And people, if you're saying you're having issues with it, just go to miracleword.com. It's the easiest place to go, easiest thing to use. Let me say this one more time. My wife's brand new book is getting ready to launch, Lines, Confessions That Create Boundaries Your Enemy Cannot Cross. Brand new devotional by my wife. You can pre-order it today at shop.miracleword.com. Shop.miracleword.com. You don't want to miss this one. And very shortly, it's going to be available in paperback and also digital download by ebook, Apple Books and Amazon Kindle, you're going to want to get this one. It's going to stir your faith, but more than that, it's going to show you and let you understand how you use faith confessions and declarations to create a boundary of God's presence around your home, your family, and your life. Go today and grab one of these, grab a bunch. We have people that are buying them for small groups or you know, buying them in quantity. Do that. Do that. It will be a mighty blessing to you. And so shop.miracleword.com, so proud of her. Can't wait to get this in hand. It's going to be awesome. Tonight is the final scheduled night of the revival uh, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Don't miss it. If you can be here, be here. We'll get you in somehow. Overflow room, something. But let me tell you, registration is completely booked out. But and we got people now. I got now. I got the whole clan driving. I'm so excited. The Wilsons, the Lukens, the Blakeneys coming in seven hours from Dublin, Ohio. Cannot wait for tonight. It's going to be a powerful night. I love you, man. I am so excited about what God's doing, and He's moving around the world. Don't be discouraged. Be encouraged. God's moving on our behalf. I love you guys so much. Thanks for hanging today. Thank you for partnering with us. Thank you for sowing seeds. We appreciate you. Carolyn and I love you so very much. I'll see you tonight, 6.30. If you can't be with us, we'll be airing it live online, and you can watch the live stream as well. We love you so much. Have a powerful day and a great weekend. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.